following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Well, that is not the lineup here today for the break, but that's okay. I'm Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Isaiah Stanback is in, filling in with us today as he as he uh, skates his way in from yeah. the uh, ice, ice here. Dave looks like he's ready to go. It's you, cold outside. You thought the Olympics was over. No, we got we got skiing, <laughs> skating going on. We don't talk weather on this show, but yeah, definitely weather is happening here in North Texas. And when that happens, everyone freaks out, but it's Absolutely. all right. If you were in the Winter Olympics, what event would you do? Uh, zero. I mean... Like, I was just telling someone this the other day. This sounds like a setup, but it's not. I I was like, I don't relate to this because I have done zero things in the Olympics. I mean, everybody has shot a basket, run, maybe thrown a javelin, done Uh a high jump, done something. Something of the nature. No one, not. I have never done anything Nothing. in the Winter Olympics. Not one thing. Have, I've gone ice skating like maybe twice. And okay. when I say ice skating, I really mean just, <laughs> just sort of like dancing around, trying not to fall. Like yeah. in, the, in, the, in the mall, I think, at yeah. the gallery or yeah. something. What's, yeah. the, uh, what's the name of the one sport? Uh, oh, yeah. Remember. What's the name? Curling? curling. Oh, I could do that. I want to do curling. I want to try like it. Cornhole no, I, I wouldn't be good ice. at it. It's like, corn, it's like yeah. playing cornhole on ice. Yeah. But you get to play a little defense and Absolute, all that. Same thing. It's the only. It's got to be the only Olympic sport where it's normal to drink while you play it. Like that's a thing. Did you see some of those guys? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They look like they came straight from no, the I bar. No, I could. I could do that. Yeah, I would, right. I'd like there to be like a curling lodge here in Dallas. I would go. I would definitely go. I'll join you. <laughs> I, I mean, I again. I, that's why I don't really relate well to it because it's just it's like oh I could do that. I I couldn't. Nope. I mean, I could lie on my back and slide down ice, but I would probably. F- fall off or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what your score would be on that. It, it probably it wouldn't be good. <laughs> so, All right. Let's uh, let's talk about really what I was going to say. We, this is what we do on our show. I joined your show yeah. the other day. Y'all were doing like chips and dips and all Absolutely. this kind of crazy stuff. What we do on this show, and we sort of already has, we go around really quickly. What's a sports story? Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be Cowboy. Doesn't have to be NFL. It could be anything that's kind of on your mind right now, um, I'll start with you, Dave, and get you a chance to, to think about it. You got anything? I'm bummed that Derek's not here because uh, from the time we were arguing about it on Twitter, I was like, oh, I'm going to take this to the show because I wanted oh, to yeah. argue with him about the college football playoff. Um, well, I, him and I seem to be on the same it's side. It's true. We so. can argue about it if you want to. No. I just, the, the, the committee had, like announced over the weekend that they're not going to expand the college football playoff until 2026 at the earliest. And I want to be clear, I'm fine with a bigger playoff. Like more football is fun for everybody. I just don't I think it's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I think we've learned over the last 7 years that yeah. in any given year there's like 3 teams that are good enough to win the national title, sometimes 4. But beyond that, the, everybody else is just on a different level, and I don't see why we need a bigger field to prove that. Yeah, I hear that. Do you do you agree? I do. I do. You I played I, college football. You tell me. Yeah, so much, the times have changed. <laughs> the times have changed so much. Um, but I agree with you. I think you pretty much know who the top dogs are, and I don't think that you need to necessarily add to that. Yeah. I just think we're yeah. setting ourselves up for more ass whippings. Basically, <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, too. cool. I um. 
what like so nine and three nine and three uh iowa state gets in as like the 12 seed and maybe you play like a great game in the first round against the four seed or whatever and then you get your ass kicked it's like okay i guess this was more dramatic for the teams that made it in until they had to play the elite teams i just don't see why it's necessary yeah i don't know i'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, the whole transfer portal and you know p- players getting paid now and all these contracts how that's going to really affect the competition this year. Yeah, that's I mean, going to be interesting. It's going to be. I think it's going to still be the same because the, the, the teams that are good are the, are the big schools that have the money and they're the ones that are going to pay the most probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I argued with you a little bit on Twitter. I, I don't even think it's about the playoffs. I think it's about the month ahead of time. Um, I've heard people say it waters down. If you if you make more teams, you know, it waters down the regular season, which I just disagree. I think it makes it uh, more uh, compelling. November games. I think you've got number seventeen versus number fourteen. Now they're playing for something, as opposed to maybe some trophy or something like that, like mm-hmm. on that Thanksgiving weekend. I, I I actually did the math a little bit on this, and, and which doesn't happen a lot, but I did <laughs> did some math, and I just think it's weird that in the NBA. 66% of the teams make the playoffs. In Major League Baseball, I think 30% make the playoffs. In the NFL, 43%. In, the, in uh, hockey, I think it's 55%. In college basketball, I haven't done the math, 68 versus 330-something. But college football, 0-0-3% make the playoffs. And I just think, hmm. I don't think these other regular seasons are that bad. And the NBA is like whatever, but sixty six percent make it. But in the NFL, thirty—I mean, what forty-three percent of the teams make it, and it's still a pretty good uh, regular season. So I just think there's room if it's zero zero three percent of the college teams you can increase that. Oh, yeah. I I hear you, and I'm you're right. I think you would probably make November a little bit more dramatic. But if like I guess that's my point is like it feels gimmicky. Like if number number seventeen's playing number fourteen for the right to get into the playoffs yeah. and get mauled. I just get destroyed by the teams that actually belong there. The reason why it's not happening and they're delaying it is they haven't figured out what to do with their precious bowl games. Yeah, that's the thing. These these old guys want to see the bowl games and what happens. What do you do with all these bowl games? And I think that's seventy percent of these bowl games have to be losing money. Yeah, I mean they have to be losing money. Yeah, no disrespect to any of the bowl games. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of money behind these things, but. Some of the ones that are even here in Dallas, like yeah, you don't go. They're like giving tickets away. Yeah, you don't you don't go if you live in the area. Yeah. You don't if you live in if you live in like Birmingham and maybe that's the Music City Bowl or something. I don't think you just go just because Minnesota is taking on South Carolina. Yeah. I don't think you go. I will. Say, that is, I think the one benefit of expanding the playoffs is it would create more meaningful games, which yeah. keeps teams invested instead of it's like oh. We lost that third game, so I'm sitting out to start training for the draft, yeah. which I support anybody that wants to do that. But, I mean, I would be in favor. Thank you. I'm in favor of more games, I guess, where people want to play. And if that gets it done, that's fine. And, again, like I'm not anti-expansion. I just, again, we've done seven of these, I think, at this point, And the semifinals have been laughable most of those years like there have probably been three really great semifinals OU and Georgia played a classic one year um, obviously Ohio State won the first one as a four seed so like I get it but by and large like I said there's like two sometimes three teams and it's always been that way by the way that was the problem with the BCS is 
every few years there would be a third team that gets screwed. Yeah. Uh, but from what we've seen to this point, I just I don't think we're seeing anybody get screwed. Like there is not a team in the playoff era where I'm just like. They might have. They might have won if you'd let them in. Like, no, the right team won won this thing. Like, I, that's just how I feel. Gotcha. All right, let's talk. Let's talk Cowboys because that's kind of what I we just, do here. All I can think, I'm, which I I like bantering about other things, and I know there are people that like it, but I just whenever we go off into the weeds, I just <laughs> picture the guy that's just like screaming at his car stereo, like <laughs> talk about the Cowboys. But, but yet, when it do comes, it when it comes to Twitter, I've never gotten. Anybody say, y'all don't talk about that. I get more people that say, you know, I agree about this or I yeah, agree with Dave yeah, or whatever. Sure. So, you know, no, I, I know. Everyone's, I know. everyone's got, got their thing. Press the, you know, you can skip ahead 15 seconds. Just skip to like the <laughs> yeah. eighth minute of the show if you don't like it. All right. I'm going to kind of reset things because when we have people on here that are different, you, you want to see what they think about okay. big news, right. big stuff. Okay. So before we get going on all these other free agents, Dave and I had. We don't agree on everything, mm. but we have been. Lately. We've been agreeing a lot more recently. But we definitely like stand on the table, agree on this one. Okay, and I want to see where you stand. All ears. Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. What is your take on him and his future? What would you do if you were playing Cowboys GM? Cowboys GM, keep him, keep him, because you have a, a hell of a player that you're choosing to not utilize. It's not that he's getting paid all this money and all of a sudden, oh, well, I don't know if he's, if he's really worth it anymore. No, the conversation is we're not using him to the amount that we're paying him. So now people are like, oh, let's get rid of him. Like, no, that's a you problem. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a coordinator problem. That's a team problem. Figure that out. Get him the ball because these other teams are getting their guy the ball. Right? Amari is Dallas's receiver. Yes? That's their... Stat-wise, not number one. Supposedly. Not this year, that LCD. But supposedly, that's your number one. Capability-wise, that's your number one. And for the most part, health-wise, he's still in position to be your number one. Right? So there's nothing that's stopping him from being your number one. All right. Break it it down. You've played receiver and quarterback in this position. Is it it Amari Cooper? Is it... (laughs) You'll laugh if you knew the quarterback I almost named. Is it Dak? Is it Kellen Moore? Like, yeah. what? Why is Devontae Adams getting these targets and Cooper Cup and why? But, but, but break it down. Why? It's, I've been standing on the table and saying Kellen Moore. That's been me. Reason being because you can scheme your way to get your guy the ball. Think about the time. Well, I don't remember what week it was. Maybe fourteen or something like that. Where Amari Cooper, Cooper, who's a very you know docile kind of quiet guy, goes about his business. It was the week of Christmas, right? And he just he he got he, he was tired of it. Yeah. He was pissed. That was his way of yelling. That was his, yeah. Yeah. That was his. you know, Odell Beckham yelling, T.O., whoever you want to throw in that category. That was his version of it, right? Instead of going out there and becoming front-page news, he was just like, you know, I can't, I can't throw it and catch it. Yeah. You know, that, you know that's, that, that's him yelling. You know, yeah, that's, 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 him, that's him pissed off, <laughs> right? Uh, because normally he keeps those things bottled up. Sure. So what happened that, that next week? He got like 10 or 11 targets. Dude, I mean, he got like six catches on the first drive. Yeah. Right? He got all those targets on the first drive alone. So they force-fed him the ball. So why is it that you can get him involved when he speaks out, but any other time, oh, it's just, you know, we kind of have to go with what the defense gives us. Uh, We got to spread the ball around. We don't force-feed people. Like, there's no excuse because, to your point, you know, as you start naming these other number one receivers, they all don't have a problem getting the ball. When you look at the Super Bowl, the last drive, who's going to get the ball? 
Cooper yep. Cup. Cooper Cup. Can you stop it? Nope. No, Eli could not. <laughs> nope. Sure couldn't. I actually, I haven't looked at this, which I knew it would be low, but I hadn't looked it up specifically. Amari Cooper ranked 38th in targets among NFL pass catchers. That includes tight ends. That includes tight ends. But like, and again, for the money, you're like, oh, for the money, you're supposed to do this, that, and the other. A few of the guys at the top of the list, like obviously DeAndre Hopkins missed a lot of the season. Julio Jones is in and out of the lineup all the time. But like Keenan Allen finished in the top 20 in targets. Tyree Kill finished seventh in targets. Tyler Lockett finished way above him in targets. Mike Evans, like all these guys are getting dozens more opportunities at the ball than Amari Cooper did so last year. So where is C.D. Lamb in that list? C.D. Lamb is above Amari, actually. Okay, that's what I want to know. C.D. Lamb finished 24th in the league in targets, okay. 120 of them. And I, I guarantee you um, that Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are probably in there. But I want to know how many teammates are in the top 40. Good question. Because that, I mean, Devonte Adams is next guy in the Green Bay is not in there. So sure. I see Kelsey and Hill are in there. Um, I see Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews are both in the top ten, which is amazing. Okay. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Um, <laughs> so there's a good amount. Yeah, they, yeah I mean, they're, they're there. When, especially when you take into the context that That's, that was the only two receivers that I heard. I, I heard tight end receivers. I didn't hear. Understood, but, but you also take into the context that Dak was leading the league in passing yards, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Dallas was total offense, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So there's really there's no excuse. I hear what you're saying, but there's no excuse for him not to get the ball. There's been no conversations about Amari's not getting open. Amari's slow. You know, he's lost his step. His route running's fell off. You haven't heard any negative connotations in regards to his abilities. Yeah. It, but it's all coming back to what? Targets. Evans and Godwin both finished in the top 30 as well, okay. as did um, Jamar Chase finished top. Uh, Jamar Chase finished 20, and T. Higgins was 31. So, I mean. So, it happens. It's it, doable. It, it happens. Okay. It's doable. And that's. You know, and I, I I agree. I mean, I I just think I think it always comes down to kind of this sense of arrogance of we do what we do and stop us because if you want to take him away, I'll just throw it to Cedric Wilson. And sometimes <laughs> that works, but like I just I, I think there's got to be this this balance. And we all were here, or we 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 definitely know that when Dak was younger and then another wide receiver was chirping all the time about wanting the ball, and then the next week they would just throw Dez the ball, and that didn't always work out. Mm. So I'm not I'm not saying this is the same. No, it's I mean, just there's a middle balance of like – There is. And, and that's that's what they haven't figured out just yet. But if you take out you – know, all the receivers you just named, right, the number one receivers, if you take them out of it and just don't target them pretty much like Dallas doesn't really yeah. target Amari, how successful are those teams? I'm sure they're not, not that. I would great. assume not. Yeah. Not. Well, to, to, <laughs> right? to argue against myself, which I love to do. <laughs> Nobody that, makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice, nice reference there. I mean, that'd be one thing if Amari didn't get the ball against the 49ers, but but CD got 14 targets, but he got like one or two himself. CD disappeared from that game. CD so, didn't get targeted until like the third quarter, and 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 they weren't running. No, they weren't so doing what? anything. What were they doing? <laughs> they were it, it's, it, it, losing. It, and that's why I always lean back and say, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, you're in position to get your your resources, yeah. your guys, the ball. That is your job. Now, underneath Kellen Moore is Dak. Right? Dak, 
Now, from the guidance in the direction that you're given by your offensive coordinator, it's now your job to now facilitate and ensure that these guys get the ball based around whatever the defense is allowing you to, you know, to, to take advantage of. So it is a Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott thing. It can't just be a Dak Prescott thing. This is not, this is not uh, Cleveland and Baker Mayfield just hating on Odell Beckham. This, that's not that situation, right? This is, hey, this, your coordinator is just simply saying – We'll get it to other guys. We're not going to force feed it. But in reality, we're seeing you need to get Coop the ball. I'll put you on the spot. Go ahead. Can Dak make all the throws? No. Which throw can he make? Dak's velocity, I've been saying this for the last year and a half. And even when Andy, two years almost, when Andy Dalton got signed, I stood up and said, Andy Dalton has a better arm than Dak. And people lost it. Oh, you got to be. Kidding me? Da, 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 da. I'm talking about velocity. Um, velocity, yeah. I'm talking about velocity. And yeah. people, and people, people I mean, Dax, crazy at me. Dax not Mahomes or Stafford. For which, sure. Not at all. But which is it? The 15 yard out or what? It's surprisingly, if you go back and watch the film, it's not even just one particular route. If you watch his his curls that he's throwing, uh-huh. the ball is dying out. The ball should go through the target. You should. It should be on such a rope that if that receiver wasn't there, it should go all the way through the dog on sideline. Right, but instead you're seeing the balls even on swing routes, screen routes, balls dying out. The, the the nose of the ball is literally diving towards the ground, and it's on so many of his throws. This was before the shoulder injury. This is yeah. after the shoulder injury. You can people could point their finger as oh, well, he had this injury. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. He has to increase his velocity, whether that be in core strength, whether that be in his legs, whether that be in his arm. There's a whole lot of things that go into increasing velocity, but he has to work on that, and it's just not there. Well. Can you work on that at this, oh, absolutely. At, at this eight absolutely. at this point in his career? Absolutely. It, like, absolutely. it almost seems like you have yeah. it or you don't. No, absolutely. No, you can work on it. Okay. Yeah. So that might be part of it. I mean, that's and that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I bet you not everyone says that, and if they do, they don't say it loudly. Um, <laughs> so that could be a part of it too. The the play is for Amari Cooper to do this. You go to the line of scrimmage, you see, okay, the coverage is gonna be a little different. So to get him the ball, it's gonna be a different throw. Eh, I'm going Schultz. Mm-hmm. I'm but, going. But but Again, it goes back to Kellen Moore. If you're going to keep putting – what was the issue when T.O. was here, right? I was on a roster. T.O. was on the outside. You roll to a certain coverage. All of a sudden, you either have to throw an amazing ball into a honey hole or you just don't throw him the ball, yeah. right? And then who, who got the ball? Wit, right? Dump it off the wick. He's inside all day. If that's the situation that you're facing, wouldn't you as an offensive coordinator then move Amari Cooper to the inside? Yeah, you would think – but they were drawing plays up in the dirt back then, right? Like, that was the th- <laughs> okay. Probably. Now, all right. No. Um, Fitting, fittingly for that point, Dalton Schultz finished with as many targets as Amari Cooper did. Yeah. So he. So they had three in the top forty. Uh yeah. Okay. Do that. See who. <laughs> now, right, Live on the air. Okay. No, no. We'll, we're about to take a break here. Um, but. We're going to play a game of dominoes, really. Okay. And then I think that's the, the Amari Cooper decision is what starts it. And then it'll just got to go from there in, in terms of free agency because that's what has to happen. you got to figure out, you got to prioritize what you're going to do. And then that kind of goes from there. All right, we're going to take our first break. We'll be right back here to talk about some dominoes when we come back. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. 
Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. All right. You could be watching from home or cheering in the stands. With Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor Exports and find the perfect Essilor lens for you. See more, do more, Essilor. Sorry, I had to sneak that in there. What? What's the Essilor read? I got excited. I love Essilor. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't see any glasses on you. I love the... Uh, the car. There's no sun out in the car. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> there is no sun out there. Um, all right. What were you about to say? Oh, I just I love the quirks that each show brings to the table. I yeah. just you know I oh. I got to do a show with Isaiah like maybe a month ago, right after the season ended, and I was like, oh damn, all right, the energy level is way different in here right <laughs> yeah. now. Like we're just kind of I described us as the grumpy show one time. I don't we're not grumpy. I just think we're like very we're almost like stoic. I, thank God for AG because she gets revved up sometimes and raises the energy level a little bit. <laughs> <I'm>, uh... <laughs> but like talking cowboys, like I don't know if I could keep up. Especially y'all go at like nine in the morning. I'm just like, dude, let me finish my coffee. Like y'all are, y'all are a like lot. I was at a Texas A&M football game. <laughs> yeah, where all these things are happening that you don't know. You right. Know, all of a sudden, in the middle of the game, it's just like, wow. And you're like, what was that? And like, that's what we do on third and six. I'm like, wow. You need okay. a bachelor's degree to keep up <laughs> right. with everything. <laughs> so, no, that's fine. All right. We were talking to Mari Cooper, okay. and uh, we said that, that to me, and, and I don't know if that's what the Cowboys think. I think it is. I think it's the first domino that you have to start. You have to figure out what you're going to do with I think the him. whole conversation for this team in 2022 starts right. with him. And, and I know that they look at this globally across the team and probably the, the bigger contracts. And so next on their priority list might be the defensive ends, but let's just – Let's stick to offense for a second because we all agree that Amari Cooper should be here. Do if that is the case and they decide to keep him, what do you do with Dalton Schultz? You gotta go. Bye. Bye. I think Dalton Schultz is and I we talked about this like I think probably last week. It's it sounds glib. Like I, I don't wanna like I think Dalton Schultz is a really good player. I think he's deserving of the payday that's coming his way. Not just like, oh, he's not good. He doesn't yeah. have a future here. It's just like that's the reality of team building. And on and like Dalton Schultz is perfect. Like like he 
came on strong halfway through his contract, gave you two fantastic years. He's going to get you at least a fourth-round comp, maybe a third, depending on how much money he gets on the open market. And you just say, thanks, man. We will replace that production in a cheaper way. We already have Blake Jarwin under contract for less money. Thank you for your service. Go get the bag. If Amari Cooper is not a part of this team, Hmm. and he's saving some money there, does that change your opinion one way or another? On what? On Schultz. Because I, I, no. I don't think no. – I think Schultz will be less effective. Yeah. I mean, what does Schultz do that much better than Jarwin? I'm not sure. I think. I mean, and I know – I guess the one thing I can count plays, on is – Yeah, Dal- Dalton Schultz is more durable. I, I mean, mean Jarwin had the – yeah, he had the big boy injury. He's had two big boy injuries. I mean, he, he got hurt on Halloween and wasn't back until the end of the season. I mean, he missed yeah. half of this year. And you, I mean, maybe I'm probably the wrong person to talk about it because I had my fair share of injuries. But you can't prevent those things, right? So, like, I, and, like, so it, I mean, so it no, is like, like I want to be. That, I hate criticizing no, no, a guy no, no, for no, no, getting no. hurt. I understand what yeah. you're saying. No, yeah. I understand what you're saying. But I mean, but like, if it was up to Jarwin, obviously he's, he'll be on the field. So I mean, production-wise, when they are on the field, I don't see what Schultz does that much better than Jarwin. I think, I think Jarwin's a more capable individual where I think Schultz took advantage was when Jarwin went down, Schultz put out a ton of effort, right? He wasn't the best. He was not a great blocker. No. But he put forth a ton of effort at it, right? And then the second half of the season, that disappeared somehow, some way. He didn't have that same energy towards blocking, and he was less effective in that regard. Now, in terms of running five, six yards, turning around, catch a ball that's put on the right position, all right, cool. I've, Jarwin could do that, too. I, I've never liked the idea of having both of them, and definitely not having both of them at that at that, at that price. Um, I just think they're the same guy yeah. in terms of more of a pass catcher, kind of light in the ass about when it comes to blocking. Yep. They'll get in the way and do it, but that's yep. not. I just think you got to have one of them and yeah. then another bigger blocker type. I think they're the exact same player, I mean, more or less. Not. I'd rather have Blake Bell. As the second guy. He's available. Is he under contract? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. he's not under contract. That type of guy. That type of guy. I think you need second. to go add that guy. I need you. I think you need yeah. to add that guy. Whether, you know, um, you know, yeah, Luna Wells, Linda Wells is, add, is, is developing that guy right now on the roster. I don't know. But I do know that if I had to choose between those two, I'm going with Jarwin because Jarwin gives you more opportunities with his, with his abilities and his attributes. I know they love... They love Sean McCune, and I've been yes. impressed by what he's done. Same guy, right? No, I was about to say, like, I think he's very similar to the other two. Yeah. I, it sucks because, and I, uh, too bad Nate Newton's not here. He'll be like the first person to start pounding the desk and saying they need a blocking tight end. Those guys are getting harder and to harder find. to find. There's yeah. not that many Mercedes Lewis's around. You just, <laughs> colleges don't ask tight ends to do that. Yeah. And, and so. Shoot, at this rate, if you're that size and that good at blocking, probably play tackle. You're playing tackle. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. So it's yeah. easier said than done, but yeah, I mean they they need they need a bigger body who is more capable at blocking. But I think I think Jarwin can do all the but, stuff but that even Schultz with that, does. I don't remember sure how much they would be utilizing this offense. Yeah. I mean I mean I don't know how many two tight end sets we would actually utilize. No, I don't, they they you know love I mean? like, yeah, them. They it. love like them some, some twelve personnel. Yeah, <sighs> I think right. they would use it. I would. Be, it might be boring. They use it to run. Just give me a big like. Just hey, can you block and just run and out? Those are the two <laughs> things I need flat. to do. Yeah, just run to the side. Block or run in the flat. <laughs> all right. So so we're playing the GM role here, yep. and I think we're all. 
together on this. So we started with the Murray, and because of that, we probably are going to let Dalton Schultz do his thing. And you know, it, I think it's going to be a DeMarco Murray type situation of mm. this is the number we have for you. I'm sorry if this insults you, but this is what we have. And if the Jets or whatever or some other team doubles it or whatever, hey man, it's, it's been fun. And I think this is. We'd love for you to come back, but uh, I think the number the number that eventually pops up when Adam Schefter breaks his signing is going to make everybody go whoa. It reminds me of Robert Quinn. Yeah, we spent months talking about like love to have him back at the right price. He's on the wrong side of thirty. Maybe kind of keep the price down. He wasn't great against the run. Maybe they can bring him back on like a thirty million dollar deal. And then the Bears were like, "We'll give you eighty. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Okay, Rob, go get it, go get it, buddy." And he did. We can't offer you that. And he did. And oh, and he, he set the Bears single he season. He freaking killed it last so, year. Yeah, that that was like the quietest great season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, okay, so so that happens now. Now we're gonna switch to now we got some decisions to make. Defense, yeah. defensive end. It, it's like I I wrote this yesterday. It's kind of like a chicken and egg type thing. Mm. Is it? Do you figure out what you want to do with Randy, and then that decides what you do with Tank, or do you figure out what you're doing with Tank, and that decides what you're going to do with Randy, or do you try to keep them both? I think they inform each other. I th- I think those two things are connected simultaneously yeah. because of the because of the money it requires to sign a pass rusher. Like even even with the shared history that Randy and the front office have. Like I get, like maybe Randy's willing to sign here on a favorable deal, but it's still going to be expensive. Yeah. Like you're still talking about north of twelve million dollars a year to sign him. Right. Yeah, that's fine because because Tank is making what twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> in a give me the twelve, <laughs> give, give me the twelve. <laughs> in a perfect world, I think in 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 a world where you can just do what you want, I think the Cowboys approach Demarcus and his people next week at the combine and say. We would love to slash you down to like sixteen, and then that'll help us keep Randy. And you, you still got plenty of money. And wouldn't it be great to just have the band back together? And in a real world, he'll say, "Tanks people will be like, LOL, bro." Right, but but they yeah. can laugh like that and say, "We're not doing that." To, to the market decides until them. you get cut, yep. and then you go and you probably make less than yep. that. Yeah, somewhere where but, you maybe. Be, Paying taxes. It's a it's a pride thing, though. I oh, think it, for a it, lot of those guys, it is. the Le'Veon Bill. It is. You know, <laughs> Demarcus is is tricky because it, it it looks like he's injury prone. He's in the last four years he's missed like eight games, or no, no, he's missed like eleven games. Ten of them was this year with that with that foot, but. He's he's played these other ones. It's just like he's played through a he lot plays of stuff. Through a lot, he it is hard played, to look at it like that. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think we brought that up last week too. Like, I think it was, I think it was sixteen when they like the great season, thirteen and three. Like, he had like one sack that year, and it was because he played like the whole season yeah. with one shoulder. It, and I always, I always tell this Kevin Burnett story. Kevin Burnett, KB. who you played with him, yeah, crazy. KB. And I, he he called me one time. And I was like kind of scared about it because you know he's got his he own got opinions and thoughts, yes, you know. He does. And he, because I called him injury prone. Uh oh. And he, well, Jerry Jones said one time he was like, "Well, if we can keep Kevin Burnett out of the hospital," <laughs> he said that on in the draft room. But he 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 goes, "You said I was injury prone. I've only missed like five games in my career," which he was right. He also had surgery 
when it was time to make linebacker decisions in the offseason, draft, free agency, he was always hurt. Mm. So, yes, you can say I only missed so many games. It's timing. But timing of your injury, you know, you're at a situation where you're like, well, we're not going to draft this linebacker. We have Kevin Burnett, yeah. who's who's got a cast on. You know what I mean? So, D Law's sort of been that way because he's had some off, off the field injuries. And I mean, not off the field, I'm sorry, off season injuries. Um, but yeah, I mean his his whole contract thing revolved around a surgery. Right. Or if you remember, he kind of. I thought it, it was it was petty toward the team, but like I thought it was kind of genius. He was like, "Well, if you want me ready, then you need to sign me to this deal so I can have this surgery, and I ain't getting it until you give me the money." Which, again, not great for the team, but like that's just I, I thought it was smart business. All right, we're gonna play a game of uh, multiple choice. I do real. Okay. I just well. So we talked about this cutting. That's the thing. Like, I don't. I think it would be incredibly stupid if they cut Amari Cooper. But that's tangible savings. Like he saves you like seventeen million dollars if he's not on this team. Demarcus hits your cap for twenty and saves you eight. Like I just don't even think it's. If, but you also if you could, cut him, you could June first him. You could just do that in June first, and then you're saving nineteen. True. But you can designate a guy a cut, and you could cut him March seventeenth, and just yeah. designate you could June do that one with two guys. Yeah, okay. and I think D Law, one of them, and Lyell could be the two Ooh. options there. Just because Lyell saves you one if you cut him now, but if you designate him, you cut him. You save ten, and you have a replacement that is not the same. Uh oh. What? You Ooh. Have a- Oh. Say it. Speak back. your mind. No, hold on. Let me finish my... I had a spasm. I had a spasm. Yeah, okay, I was wondering what's wrong with your back. <laughs> I said he has a replacement who is not the same, mm-hmm. but I don't think there is a huge difference. But he's made out of steel? Yeah. Okay. Better. Do you think there's a huge difference between the two? Better than glass. <laughs> Facts. Um, I think that you need Lyle. I think you need Lyle because he's a, I think he's a sure thing. I think he's a sure thing, uh, regardless of the stuff that, that's happened. I'm talking about... I'm just saying... Performance-wise, there's no question marks when he's out there performance-wise if he can do it. I think some of the question marks that you've had when other people have stepped up into their roles, can they do it? Yeah. Right now, how effective will they be? Right? Can they actually do it? And I think you don't have that question mark when you're putting Lyle out there. Now, hey, Lyle, are you the same Lyle that you were before? Okay, well, if you're not, okay, then we can – maybe let's talk about moving you over to left guard and putting you over there next to Tyron. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's options there, but I don't think you have those same options when you're talking about some of these other guys that can yeah. step up into those roles. That's all I'm saying. If he, if he fully commits to that, if he fully commits to, to playing guard and doing that, then I'd be for that. Okay. But if he's like, well, you know, whatever, whatever's best for the team, I'll just I'll show up and we'll see what happens. If, if he's not – and I don't know if he'd be that way because yeah. let's be – Let's be honest. Two years ago, he didn't show up in the best shape. He ended up getting hurt. He had a hip injury. He got surgery. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was in good shape. Then he was suspended five games, which might have been a reason why. I mean, there's a lot of things, yeah. that, you know, with, with with Lyle. But let's let's go back to the defensive ends. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put this this question here on the test. Okay. All right. What is the most likely scenario to happen regarding defensive ends? A. Gregory and Lawrence are on the team. B, Gregory only. C, DeMarcus only. D, neither on the team. B. B is Randy Gregory only. Yes. Yeah, I go. I don't think there's a way to stand behind D-Law's current number Uh and validate that he should be making that based upon his performance. Yeah. And I I I think Jerry would rather keep Randy 
than anything. I mean, like he 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 wants to keep Randy over any player. He That's probably his top part. If he was running the show, he would. It starts with Randy. You know, I agree. You know how many times we, we've talked, and I don't know if this is true or not, but you know, Stephen will say it or Jerry says, "Oh, we haven't talked to the agent yet." And you're like, "What are you doing?" Right. They come out and say, "Like, no, we've yeah, we That's, talked to Randy." It blew my mind at the senior. Yeah, like I always tell people, I'm like. Those conversations don't usually start until the combine, and sometimes they don't start until like a couple days before free agency. Because again, like it's like uh, it's like dating, you know. Like you don't want to be the person that texts, or like God forbid, you like double text. You know, you don't want to be the one that's more invested. That's what some of these negotiations are like. It's like, well, I mean, they can call us, but yeah, we're not calling them. Get yeah. the hell out of here. But then they go to the Senior Bowl, and Jerry's like, "Yeah, I was with Randy's agent yesterday in January." That is unusual. So that is very unusual. So, you know, we've been told that there's a ch- what, 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 what I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know it. I want to know what your multiple choice answer yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I said oh, I said I said B. I'm okay. so, I said okay. the same thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Okay, but what would be the next choice? Let's rank them. After B, I would I do I see. M- maybe a. maybe this is blind optimism, but like I have there's like a little sliver of me that thinks that they both wind up here. Yeah. Like if if the team be, be, again, I don't think I don't think you can underestimate. I really do think this is a scenario where the team's history with the player could really make an impact. And I think Randy wants discount type. Yeah, like Randy of. Randy wants to be here. The team wants him here. An amicable situation can be agreed upon where everybody's a little bit happy. And then I don't think Demarcus Lawrence would take a pay cut, but maybe the team just decides to bite the bullet and restructure him, mm. which gives you the extra money without losing him. Yeah. See, I, I would restructure Amari. But, Same. But, I, I think yeah. the Cowboys could solve so many of their problems if they just restructured Amari. Like, they, it, it would give them X amount of cap space to play around with. You rest- Yeah, but, but why would he? No, you, no, but no, yeah, you know we're, what I'm saying? We're, Why we're, would we're talking restructures, not yeah, cuts. For sure. You don't players no, don't have no, a say in that. No, instead of playing for twenty million, you in, in all of the year, and you just get twenty million in your yeah, pocket, yeah, and then it you. pushes it back a little bit. At some point, he, he's going. Um, I I disagree with you guys on the Randy and D Law coming back together. I can't see that scenario. Reason, so you see it? You see a D Law by think, himself better than that? No, I don't see D Law on this team. Well. No, he said he said Randy only. Randy, Randy only. B was Randy, Randy only. only. Or they're both gone. Oh, oh, they're both gone. Oh, I got that. The, re- the reason being is because I think Jerry Jones sits down with Coach McCarthy and Dan Quinn and says, Dan Quinn, can you have that same impact that you had this year without those guys? And he says, uh, he probably has another word in there, and then he says no. And then you have to look at it and say, what what did they provide that was so dominant? Oh, I- take the motions out of it. Take emotions out of it. What did they provide that was so dominant? Did they have an Aaron Donald effect? Did no. they have a Von Miller effect? Okay, but but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I know, just saying, I know like, but I get I get annoyed when someone says Dak is an Aaron Rodgers, and then you're like, okay, okay, who is? But but no next no no no. That, no. But, I mean I mean I'm not, after I can that. take the names out of. it. I'm just saying like, what element did you miss when D Law or Gregory wasn't there? I'm, this is I'm I'm very black and white. Like take I just the emotions think, out of it. What what is it that they provided at that number? That you couldn't get out of somebody else. When it, take, if, I guess if it wasn't effort. Well, they, Randy Gregory. I mean, Randy Gregory was playing at a very high level level before the calf injury, and when he had the calf injury, they lost games. Yeah, they they couldn't get after Patrick Mahomes. They couldn't get after Derek Carr against the mm-hmm. uh, the Raiders. But uh, I mean, oh, we'll say this: that was such a penalty fest game. Yeah. I would imagine what Randy would have done in that game because. Yeah. 
they like to throw flags on Randy. True. Yeah. Which actually, it's funny. The numbers don't back it up at all. Like Rand, Randy finished with six sacks. I didn't realize Dorrance Armstrong had five. Mm-hmm. But and with all due respect to Dorrance Armstrong, you know, yeah. no way. And what what they have, Demarcus Lawrence is. An incredibly well-polished and all-around sound end. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll put him up. The whole body of work, like playing the run, rushing the passer, impacting the quarterback, he does he does that as well as anybody. For sure. Like, I, he doesn't have, like, the freaky bend that the Von Millers for do. Sure, for sure. Randy does, Different though. Style. Randy does. Yep. And Micah Parsons does, too. Yep. And you need all of them to really have a terrifying pass rush. I agree. Donald gets all the credit. Uh, Leonard Floyd was a big part of that. Yeah. Obviously, Von Miller had a hell of an impact. Of course, you need you prop you, you need three guys that can t- like that scare you. Agreed, and that's why I say that you need Randy back. That's why I stand yeah. on that. And say you need Randy back. D Law, I respect the heck out of D Law. Respect what he's done, but I, I, I think we all can agree he's not going to take a pay cut, right? I, I would I, assume so. I would assume that he won't take a pay cut. Not here. Yeah, not here. And if he's unwilling to take a pick out here, I don't see him on this roster. And reason being, because I think what he provides to this team, he provides the leadership. There's a whole lot of things, attributes. I'm not a big stat guy. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't give a dog on about stats. Because there's so many other plays that you affect. Stats lie. Up on yeah. yeah. So I think that he provides a lot of other attributes to this team aside from sacks. Okay. But what he does provide, what I see on film, I think you can get that production out of somebody who for half of the cost. Here's the thing, and I think this is where I differ, is I just don't trust it. And okay. and I know as a GM, you've got to think more about the bigger picture. you got to think about the long-term health of your yeah. cap and your roster. But, like, we're all sitting here disappointed as hell about a 12-5 and team that couldn't win a playoff game. It's hard for me to imagine that they're a better version of that team without Lawrence because mm-hmm. I do think edge rusher is a position – I think it's a lot harder to find than you're giving it credit for right now because like the guys that can do it as well as Lawrence won't they won't be able to afford them on the open if, market. And unless unless you have like a top ten draft pick, like guys that can rush the passer that well that quickly, you don't find them in the draft. I agree. In year one at least. Like maybe you luck out and find a third round pick who becomes a stud. It won't be in twenty twenty two. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think that you need a complete dog at the DM position in this defense. And I'm very specific to saying this defense with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn can get pressure on you as long as you have attributes that he knows how to utilize. If you're powerful, if you have speed and he knows how to scheme it up, you're gonna be effective holistically as a defense, not even as an individual. What impact does your attributes provide that he can throw into the mix and expose an offensive line? That's all you're looking for. You don't. He Dan Quinn doesn't need a dominant guy like a D Law. I almost can't even say dominant. He doesn't need a guy, a twenty million dollar guy like D Law that can't single handedly just take over a game. I can very much imagine a month from now or two months from now. I, you're, I think you're right. Now that like I'm listening to your argument, because I can imagine the Cowboys saying. You see what Dan got out of Micah as a twenty percent of the time pass rusher. Give us Micah and Randy, and whatever we can add on the side of that, and we'll be fine. Yep. I don't know if I believe that. I mean, I certainly think it's possible, but I think that's a very like pie in the sky, drinking the Kool Aid type of thing of like Micah got thirteen sacks last year. Like we just run it back, and we don't need Lawrence. I can imagine (laughs) that for sure. Yeah, they they won games, you know, without. 
D Law. They didn't. They didn't. They weren't as successful without Gregory. Absolutely. They weren't really as successful without Amari, um, especially with the game that Amari and, uh, and and whatever the reason why Amari wasn't there. I get it. it uh, you know. Hey, we don't have to get into the COVID stuff, but I think that's a big part of the reason why Amari might not be here too. Just the. I think there's a dissatisfaction there. I mean, Jerry Jones did not bother hiding his disappointment yeah. that Amari was unavailable for yeah. two weeks. I'm just going to ignore that because I think that would be crazy. So I'm just going to assume that. I, I think you're right. I don't want to believe that. I don't so. like. I'm not look. If if they move on from Amari, I'm like I'm not looking forward to doing radio and podcasts afterward because I'm not going to have anything nice to say. Right. All right, let's go to break. Maybe we'll have some nice things to say when we come back. we got a lot more questions I want to ask these guys. Also, a sneaky, I'm going to ask them about their sneaky draft, uh, draft need and also maybe a player to watch in the draft, even though we're just going to just pole vault right over free agency here. We're going to be right back here for the final segment of the break. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf, Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys Way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Discount days are back. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, the official fan club of the Dallas Cowboys, to receive up to 30% off pro shop in-store purchases from February 24th to 27th. Visit united.dallascowboys.com today. I think you'd be an auctioneer. I don't think so. That's as, that's as that's fast just... as it gets right there. That's it. And it, only because I want to hurry up and... I watch Storage Wars. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, I love it. I met. I think I met the lady, one of the people that was on that. That was back before COVID, which feels like a lifetime ago. But I'm just surprised that it wasn't a WrestleMania read. Because there's always... I want to go. It's coming up, man. I want to go. Okay. And the PBR is coming up. 
I gotta, get, I gotta get tickets to both of those. Bull riding guy? Oh, no! I, I mean, oh yes. I respect it, hey, but I'm not interested. The, the last time when I was on the show, we did have a wrestling. I was on his show, and they had a wrestling uh, read, and then that got down <laughs> the, to story time that this guy actually tried out oh, as geez. a wrestler. Right? That, that For happened. WWE? Yep, WWE. Dude, I can see that. You would have been. Why? They didn't want you? You they would have did. been. They offered me. It wasn't enough. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, that is a, dude, that is a hard life. It is. Being on the road like 300 day days camp. a year. It is. That's rough. I wouldn't, I couldn't be away from my family. And also, that. like, just destroying your body. body. Just yeah. beat down. I, you, <sighs> you would be so good in the. I don't know what they're called. I apologize. Just, just the interviews. Just the <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. What are they called? You know, oh, the promos. Promos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isaiah would be a promo god. Okay, heel though, or or good guy. I don't know. They always make you turn. Yeah. They always make you play both. There's, Isaiah. I don't think there's anybody who's went through their entire career just being a good guy. They always make you play both sides. Isaiah would be a heel who thinks he's a face. Like Isaiah <laughs> thinks he's the good guy and the voice of reason, <laughs> yeah. but the crowd hates him or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like old school Chris Jericho a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. But see, now Chris Jericho's I, their competition. I kind of like. Yeah. I like the guys that are the other way, the guys that are kind of like bad guys, but because of their attitude, you just like them. Respect them. Like, like the Macho Man was was sort of that way. I mean, The Rock is the uh, the, rock. the pinnacle of that. Like his whole Stone thing was cold. A little yeah. bit. Oh, I love Stone Cold. Stone Cold is just is that your straight fa- Texan. Favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, yeah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone and Cold. yours is? It, I, I, I refuse to separate Stone Cold and The Rock. I love them both. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my childhood. Attitude era forever. Yeah. 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 All Absolutely. Right. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about I, – I, I teed this up about sneaky need position. Like what – and I know what it is for me. I'll just start it because if you got, um, if you got Micah Parsons – Rushing the passer more, and Leighton Vander Esch did not have a great year, and he's a free agent. And Jabril Cox is coming off an injury, and Luke Gifford is even in this conversation. That makes me think linebacker is a pretty big need again. Need two linebackers, so that's big. I think from pure, and this always this always changes because people are going to make fun, and the Cowboys don't spend money, but they're going to you know they're going to sign six or seven guys. They, they do it every year. And so it'll change. But right now, like purely from a numbers standpoint, I think linebackers like a top three need on this roster. They just don't they don't have any. Neil and, and Leighton aren't under contract. Gifford and, and Francis Bernard have done I mean, they're they're who yeah. they are. And then Jabril Cox, I have high hopes for what he can be, but he's coming, coming off an ACL. Yeah. So um you see a lot of draft, you know, mocks and stuff like that. And I've seen the linebacker from Georgia, Nicobe Dean, who's undersized a little bit. He right? is undersized, but he's a heat-seeking missile. I mean, he sees it and goes. I don't know much about college. No, no. He's six flat, but is going to run a great forty and knows where the ball's going. How heavy is he? I mean, he uh, like I don't know two two twenty two thirty like. He's a I'm very t- 2022 type of linebacker. I'm telling you, if if the guy is there, and he maybe it's going to be close, but I'll take the guy that played in front of him. Jordan Davis? Yeah. Now, I understand that he's kind of a, you know, he's a big defensive lineman, which I thought I thought Jordan Davis should have been had, should have had some Heisman talk last year. I just thought that defense was so good, and somebody was starring on it. I guess N'Kobe Dean was helping, too. Honestly, that Georgia defense, I would off the top of my head, eight of the 11 are going to get drafted, probably. What's Jordan Davis's number? Um, 
dimension. What is it? Six six, like three three fifty. That's the big dude, right? The huge Take dude. A run. Yeah, yeah. He's, I like that now. Oh yeah, give me him all day long. And I and I get the argument. I think I heard some of it with Broadus on the draft show. And we don't need to talk draft show, which we happen happens twice a week. But um, you know, there's some talk about. Well, do you draft a two down player right there? But which two downs are we talking about? First and second. <laughs> Because if he can do his job and get off the field and let Micah Parsons and Randy and whoever else That's, get after it, then I'm okay with it. Where's he projected? Right there. It's 22. Well, it's, 20. it this, this is a weird draft. Like the, the top of it, it's just, it is a very yeah. beauty is in the eye of the beholder sort of draft. Gotcha. Whatever you need. I've seen him projected anywhere from top. 20 to in the 40s like oh, he, really? he could be a second round pick okay. or or he could not be there when the cowboys pick like it's hard to yeah. it's hard to tell i've seen i think i've seen some mocks and he's like 22 23 yeah. like right you like i've seen, I've seen his for sure like that's no he's yeah. i mean he's a hell his, of a player his effort his size his capabilities his effort again it's so much of the, so much of what they're going to add def- defensively for this team going forward in the draft or even in free agency is going to be around your character your character and your effort Right. That that's this that is a that's Dan. I've said it before when Dan Quinn when his name even came up. I told the guys on talking about I said it's going to be a, the whole character of this team is about to be changed. Right, the, everything about it. Let's go into that a little bit. You said character. You talking about off the field issues? I'm talking about both. I'm okay. talking about both. I mean, I'm talking about like a um, you know you can't expect me to go hard every play type of guys. Okay, yeah, you're, talking, those type of- <laughs> you're talking that. You're not talking about a guy that had some issues in college and from being young and immature. No. Okay, because that happened, and 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 that pushed him down 12 spots. Because I guarantee you, if it went just off of talent, Micah Parsons no. would have would have been higher than no, that. No, no, no. I think I think mean in bringing up that cool character in terms of like off the field stuff. I think that you will see, you'll probably see some free agents come in here that that might have had some of that in their past too. Well, you always have. That's and always been. Jerry I'm said. talking about guys that have taken like a year off. Don't be surprised to see some guys. Ooh, oh, now I'm intrigued. Who I, I got to go fish around for guys who sat out for the last year. Interesting. Interesting, my Isaiah. Mind, my mind's not there. Okay. Sneaky need. I said linebacker. And maybe it's not that sneaky. I mean, we just talked about this is boring. I don't I don't think this team has a sneaky need. Like all of <laughs> the glaring. Mean, you can look, I mean, <laughs> linebacker speaks for itself. Receiver speaks for itself. Offensive line receiver speaks for itself because they just don't have any under contract. Yeah. Especially if they get rid of Amari. Offensive line was the the reason, for the most part, why they fell apart in the second half of the season. So everybody knows about that. They don't have any safeties on the roster. Um, so if I'm if I'm looking for a sneaky need, probably edge, because yeah. even if he does it more, I I don't want Micah to play end exclusively. I'm sorry if I have to stand alone on that hill. No, nope, I'm not. You're not. On your, I want some your versatility. Own. So even if he does it more. I don't want him there all the time. Agreed. And if they move on from Demarcus, Dorrance Armstrong is a free agent. Uh, Terrell Basham's still here. He was fine. Um, and yeah. and we you, Chauncey Golston, yeah, he he was fine as a rookie. But I, if if Demarcus isn't on this team, yeah, I think I mean, and I think end is something that you could potentially address as quickly as the first round of the draft. Are you paying for uh, to bring your punter back? Um, yes, anger. Yeah, yes, I, I am. If and, and it's huge, I and can't I think, imagine that the price would be crazy no, even after it, the season. That I don't had. think it'd be crazy, and I think 
based off talking to him, I think there's if there's a discount there, I think he he would Good rather time. play here. He yes. understands. He he made it very clear how much he wants to play for Bones. Yeah. So because he because he takes care of him. You know, we we talked about it many times. And why. I also I play with anger. I used to block for anger when I was in Jacksonville. Really? Yeah. Good dude. Drafted ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm glad, like, he made a pro, like, he's a good player. I'm glad that maybe he can get out from under that trivia fact because that's all anybody ever wants to talk about when they bring him up. He was drafted in, what, third round? Yeah. Jags drafted him in the third, like, a few spots ahead of Russ. So, I mean, that's the. Sucks. But, yeah. He's chilling. He's. He's gonna have a 37 year yeah, career. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, be okay. Fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't. This wasn't on my list, but but no, okay, not drafting a punter, but drafting a kicker has been talked about a lot. I would like to re-sign Anger because I don't want to spend draft picks on both positions, and I want to draft a kicker. I would love to draft a kicker. Wow. What? Sorry, I, I looked this up the other day. And, wanna, I mean, talk about saving some money and maybe feeling more confident when your kicker takes the field. Not all kickers that are drafted have been good, but yeah. most of them have been. Like, like they, they, there's a reason why they draft. You know, like I, I went and looked this up in the last five or six years, and I, I know there's that Florida State kicker Aguayo. Aguayo, that he that didn't work out. I bl- like but most I, of them are good. I firmly believe the but like he had no chance the minute the Bucks traded up into the second round to get him. Yeah. It's such a mental position. And like those types of expectations and that type of hype, I just think he crumbled under it. Yeah. I think if they draft him in the sixth round like a normal team, I bet he would have been fine. He's like, yeah, I'm a sixth round pick. Like I'm a good kicker, but I'm still a kicker. So you don't pick a kicker in your second round of your fantasy? Ah <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't count. I would not. Even there's two there's at least two really great kickers in this class. Um, Cameron Dicker out of Texas and Cade York out of LSU. They're both training yeah. here in Frisco. Uh, I would draft either one of them starting like in the fifth round. I'd be A-OK with that. Yeah. I mean, Cade York hit that 50-something yard field goal and couldn't even see the goalpost. Yep. Right? Oh, what a night. Yeah. That yeah. was the shoe game. Oh, yeah. Florida threw the shoe. That's right. Um, okay. Uh, did you have a sneaky need? Or I mean, I mean to his point, to D's point, there's nothing sneaky. <laughs> I mean, I think that you have to, you have to address your interior offensive line. I think you have to address that. I think you have to address linebacker, and I think you have to. If, if Urban's not coming back, you have to address your interior defensive line. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about Brent Urban in a while. I think I think they're. I mean, they, they missed him. I think they missed him. Yeah, he I, he was a good. I would love to have him back. He had tricep surgery in December. Yep. I don't know what the recovery is on that. Oof, I know. Yeah, that's a too. tough position. He got long arms too. It's a tough position to have to do something to your arm yeah. for sure. And because this came out yesterday, with uh, where the window is started with the franchise tag, was there is there anybody on this team that you would franchise? That you would just say, all right, I got to have them on the team at this I mean, premium if, price. If they, Anger. You know, that's about $5 million. I don't yeah, Maybe not them. <laughs> I mean, if they can't get. I think that's right. I would tag Randy. Obviously, like they got work. Yeah, yeah. What? What, man? That's a lot of money, man. We, you need edge rushers. The man, okay. The man can run the hula hoop like parallel to the ground. <laughs> you don't just find that on the street. Okay. okay, here's here's the thing about that. I know we're we're about to go here before Chris is in my ear. He's probably telling me wrap it up. Um, You're good. But r- real quick, um, with is he okay? Well, what is the number for? Let's just say Randy. Is it 
I think uh, it's 16. Okay, let's just say it is. I, I, just, I, I, I'll pull it, it up. You talk okay, and I'll pull it up. Because the thing is, is the minute that you tag him, and, and you don't want him to play at 16 million it's a year. Yeah. Ooh, it's, is it 20? That's 20? what I was thinking. 20.1. <clears throat> that's what I was saying. Okay, it's the I same as the Okay, so let's say, let's say that they tag him just so they can give themselves more time. But that is the number from then on. That is the agent's like, all right, if you want a four-year deal, it's 80. Five, mm. it's a hundred. Because mm. you just tagged him at twenty million, so that's the average. I've never seen a player that. get tagged and then signed for less, less than that. I Doesn't agree. happen. I agree. So Too be much. careful. Too much. Doing the Dalton Schultz, it's like eleven. Careful with that. What, what are we doing here? Kicking? Are you kicking <laughs> a guy? Punter. Punter. Yeah, maybe. I, and and I've seen I've seen people kick the idea of tagging Dalton. Because it's a, it's quote unquote affordable at least as yeah. far as, I just I love the idea that just handing somebody eleven million guaranteed is seen as affordable, but it is a much smaller number than than a lot of the other ones. Although I will, which I don't, I'm not trying to start an argument with Beamer, but I, I, everything I'm seeing has the DN tag at seventeen and a half, okay, well. which is still a lot of money, yeah. but a little bit less than twenty. I should have asked this earlier, but if Schultz is tagged or here. Is Jarwin y'all letting him go? They're, you save a little bit, three yeah. or four million, something like that. I can't. Given, how much? Haven't you given him a lot of money already? They gave him twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> he's staying. Figure it out. Oh, wow. Figure it out, Jarwin. Save some money here. Figure it no, out, Jarwin. I, 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 and I, it sucks because they're they're besties. They're you know they've yeah, been here together. Sure. They're great friends, but. From a team building standpoint, I'm just not sure why they both need to be here, especially if yeah. they're both expensive players. So, and and maybe this is always it's this time of year is fun because their game plan could be so di- like we're sitting all, yeah. we're all in agreement like yeah. Amari's not going anywhere. Right, right. We're gonna do this, that, and the other, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna cut Amari. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get something done with Schultz. Like Schultz is a big part of this in our book. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. So uh, who knows? I think. I keep saying it. I think the next like five weeks are going to be crazy, a little chaotic. Oh yeah! All right, I appreciate it. Isaiah. Thanks for filling in. You did a great Shizzle. job. Yeah, thanks, man. All, All right, fun, you guys. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we'll have our full crew. But if not, we'll definitely find some more replacements, like we did. Actually, next time is. You say you'll need a replacement yeah, next week. Replacements. That's right. I'll be out of town. <laughs> That's right. Uh, for the combine, yes, sir. So we'll we'll probably be checking in. Yeah, for give me, me a call. You. Yeah, we definitely will. All right, because you'll your live view won't be working, and we'll have to figure it all out. You are right. <laughs> me of all people talking about uh, tech savvy. That's funny. All right, for David Helmet, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Nick Eaton. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Chris, for keeping us on the air. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-